when we begin to talk about hell, it's a very, very scary topic, and many people don't want to deal with it. And there's some people that just want to act as if it's not there. It scares people, and I understand that talking about hell is very, very horrific, particularly when you know the deeper nuances and the details of what hell is because of the visions that God has given people of what it is. People, hell is real. And to anyone that's living in sin, I plead and I beg with you to turn from sin. Whatever, whatever you're in, whether it's hate, stealing, lies, unforgiveness, vanity, pride, self-righteous, same gender, sexual immorality, abuse, domestic violence, anything, get that, get that sin out of your heart and live. And what happens is that people are following the ways of the world. Because the broad path to hell is crowded. Because everybody's, because that's where a lot of people are. And there are so many people that want to follow the crowd. Because the crowd, it seems as if they're having fun. But they're on their way to hell. People want to be a part of, 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 of these false mega religious systems because everybody's there. It's the end thing. That's where a lot of people want to be. Those that, those that, that have itching ears, those that are religious and carnal, they want to be a part of these false religious systems that does not preach holiness where the pastor or the bishop isn't holy. And these, the mega, uh, the mega false religious system of Satan is a waiting room to hell. Oh, when I look at these big, these huge religious systems with thousands and thousands, I mean 50, 40, 30, 40,000 people sitting on these pews up under this false gospel. It looks, it looks exciting from the natural eye, but the enemy knows that he has these people right where he wants them. Because he is rocking them to sleep through a false gospel of comfort and sin. And it is leading them down the broad path to hell and separation from God. And I get it. This subject is painful. But it is a reality. And this is why I listen to these testimonies a few times out of the week to keep me hungry to reach lost souls. I refuse to leave home without a Bible track. I had a business meeting the other day, and, and in the men's bathroom, I left a Bible track right there beside the sink. Perhaps that would lead someone to a Christ. Perhaps someone would read it, and they'll discover that God loves them and that salvation is real. It keeps me sober. Hell is real. And the things that take place in there, people, it is undescribable. Our carnal mind could never fathom the stench, the screaming, and the sounds of people being tortured. These demons with these sharp objects doing all manner of things to, to these people. 
And it's too late because at that point, it's, it's, it's too late. When you get in hell, you're not getting out. And this is why the enemy uses false teachers to tell people that, to those people that lived in sin, they tell them that their body is just going to evaporate and be no more. People, that is a deception of the enemy. The visions that many of these people that have about hell that bear witness with my spirit is that as they were being tortured in hell by these demons, as their body parts begin to get uh, decapitated and cut off because these demons were torturing them, their body parts begin to grow back. People, your body rejuvenates and your body revives itself in hell. People believe that people believe that your body is no more. See? But I want you to understand that if you are in hell, you're dead because the presence of God is not there. And there's nothing but hope and sorrow. A person can be physically alive and be dead. So these false teachers take these passages of scriptures and believe that, you know, the spirit will be no more and that it'll just evaporate. Uh-uh. That's not how, how, it, how it works. It's eternal. Hell was not created for, was not initially created for, for mankind. It was a place that was created for Satan and the fallen angels because they, he rebelled against God in heaven. But when man refuses to accept God's plan of salvation and they leave earth in a state of sin and no repentance, hell is their reality. And it grieves my spirit because there's just some stories and some news events that violent crimes being committed. You can kind of sense in your spirit that these people didn't make it. I know people in my own family uh, who passed away. And some of them, I know they was not saved. When I looked at the obituary, I could just see just nothing but despair and destruction all over them. And it's through the spirit. And I often wonder, and it, it, it's, it's very grieving. But you know what pushes me to teach the gospel and to speak truth is I think about people going to hell, being tortured by these demons. People Hell is a holding area. It's a holding area for the lake of fire. It is a holding area. And these demons have the legal grounds to torture and torment these people until they are thrown into the lake of fire. People, hell is real. Hell is real. And that pushes me to focus on outreach and let me deal with my own life because I want you to understand um, it is extremely dangerous to know the word of God and to have a knowledge of God and to have experienced God and to take that knowledge back into sin. Now, the Bible talks about this for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven to those who hold the truth in unrighteousness. I know right now that if I was to walk away right now 
and go back into sin, I know that nothing but destruction and wrath and separation from God would be there. Because you you get to a point, you get to a point of spiritual wisdom and accountability to where grace and no more grace and mercy is given for going back to old sinful vomit. And I'm looking at my own life, being called into ministry, knowing the knowledge that I know now. No, there's so many people right now that they are reaching a level of iniquity and destruction awaits them. People do not flirt with sin. And to anyone that is thinking about going back to it, it might be your last. Stay into position and into alignment with God. Yes, God loves us, but he hates sin. And I know within my own life, because of what the Lord has revealed to me, there's no more grace and mercy for me living comfortable in sin like I did before I got saved. Uh Uh-uh. God isn't going to have it. And that's a frightening message to hear from the Lord. Because I've I've got deeper into my relationship with him, deeper into ministry. God has shown me things. And he's seen, I've seen things. God isn't going to allow me to go into sin and be comfortable. I know that destruction and his wrath is waiting there. And the enemy knows that if I turn back right now, that the enemy has illegal grounds in my life. And that is why God says, don't give the devil place. Because when we sin, we now forfeit spiritual authority and we now give the enemy the legal grounds to initiate spiritual failure in our lives. But many people are going there because worldliness. There's many people that refuse to walk away from this world, the evil um, distractions in this world. The Bible clearly states we should not love this world because all that dwells in this world is pride and lust. The lust of the flesh. And many people are going Because Satan has made the world look fun to our flesh. That's why God don't want us feeding ourselves worldly music. He don't want us feeding ourselves these worldly evil TV shows. And people get offended with this. There are some people they get in their feelings with, with this type of teaching. He don't want us feeding ourselves this this filth on TV because it creates spiritual numbness and carnal behavior. He don't want us feeding ourselves sexual immorality, feeding ourselves, you know, toxic social uh, social content. He don't want us being, you know, distracted with these things. And this is what the enemy wants. And now that technology has advanced. Oh, wow. The distractions of the enemy are everywhere. There's some people who are addicted to social media. And they reject a relationship with God. That's just what the enemy wants people. The enemy wants people doing everything else but focusing on their relationship with God. And let me focus on those of you who are religious The enemy doesn't care about you going to a Sunday pew. 
as long as your life does not change within the holiness of God and repentance. There's a lot of people who spent 7,000 hours in on a Sunday pew, a false church, and they never invested any time with spending with God in prayer and holiness and Bible study and self-denial. There are a lot of people that are in they are in religion, but they're not in God. There are a lot of people who are a member of a religious church database, but they're not a member of the body of Christ. It is a truth that people understand religion, but not relationship. And I want you to understand that the safest place to be in the safest place to be in is in the will of God. There is a peace and there is serenity. Even in hard times, there is serenity. Do not let the enemy have your soul because the enemy wants to take as many people to hell with him as he can. We've seen this mentality to those people who are on a punishment. They want to get as many other people as they can on that punishment with them. So hell needs souls. Hell needs souls, people. Hell enlarges itself to adjust to the high frequency of souls that are entering into hell every single day. But this, this religious spirit is going to get many people because they think that they're okay. It is not God's will that we live in sin and believe that we can reject God on earth and reign with him in heaven. There's a lot of people who want to reject God on earth. And when hell is at stake, they want to, to go to heaven. No, God will not be pimped and he will not be played. Hell is real. And there's many that are on that path. Because there's people who just choose not to separate from this world, from the illusions and the, the trickery of the enemy in this world. And I want to say this, this is a prophetic word to, to, to those of you who come across this, this content. You and these Relationships. There are some of you who are in ungodly relationships. You are attached to people that God said that you need to remove yourself from. You need to tell them that it is over, that you cannot see them again. Because warning comes before destruction. There are many of you who are in relationships with, with men that you already know in your spirit. That God is calling you out of. There are many of you who are men. Who are in relationships with women. And even some of you who are in same gender things. That God is not pleased. You are to tell them it is over. And that you cannot see them again. Rather you are entangled into adultery. Or even emotional affairs. Or even fornication. Of sexual sin. Tell them it is over. This is your prophetic warning. God loves you, but warning comes before destruction. And this is why you see those who are in tune with, 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 with God's spirit, uh, those that 
are really spiritually sensitive and you see God really deals uh, deals with um, with them in these areas of these relationships uh, particularly uh, I want to bring attention to um, <clears throat> you know this matter because it must be addressed these relationships are going to lead so many people to hell and many of you need to walk away there are just so many people who put things above God. Never put a relationship above your relationship with God. I don't care how much that man or that woman makes you feel, how they stimulate you emotionally or physically. Uh-uh. It is not worth your soul. But this is where the enemy has you because he has you focusing on so much how your flesh feels that you are denying your relationship with God. There's a lot of people, and I look at these these news stories of people that, that was in these love triangles of adultery or even fornication or even prostitution, and they end up dying in that state. Those people will not make it. It is a reality. And what really gets me about hell and the torment that takes place in there is that there was a chamber or a sector for people who uh, did things. There was a chamber of torment for liars. There was a chamber of torment for those that spoke evil words and these demons were doing things to their mouths and their tongues and just people. It seems as if you are, whatever you're, you're, the highlight of your sin is on earth, that would be the highlight of your, your torment in hell. Those that were in sexual immorality, those that were lies, those that were committing all of these different sins, they were they were tormented according to that. People, hell is real, and you do not have to go. And I just pray that people would wake up from the pulpit even to the pews, wake up in Jesus' name and get serious about a relationship with God. David says it beautifully. Father God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. The stronghold of sin and wickedness can be broken off of your life through genuine repentance, a hunger for holiness, fasting, and prayer, and self-denial, and Bible study. You can overcome sin right now. I want to tell you, you want to know how am I able to maintain salvation? I'm able to maintain salvation because I'm seeking God daily. What I did Thursday means nothing. Friday is another day to maintain my salvation. I want you to understand that salvation must be maintained. Salvation must be maintained, people. We can't just believe in God and say the sinner's prayer and think that now we can live in sin. When, when God sent his son Jesus to earth to die for our sins, that opened up the door for salvation. Now that we are in the door of salvation, now salvation must be maintained. Okay? There's an act. There's an action that we must do. And it's maintained through seeking God at a high level. Like I begin to tell you, when you begin to spend time with God daily, it becomes the air you breathe. You naturally 
are going to want to live a life that is pleasing unto the Lord. It just comes with it. Okay? So I want you to understand that. Don't believe once saved, always saved. It's not of God. I believe that salvation, a person can walk away from, from God. There's several scriptures that talks about it. If you look at the, the, the Old Testament, look at the books of Jeremiah and Isaiah, they was, they was rebelling. They was walking away from, from God. They once had a place of righteousness, but they rebelled. So God sent his prophets to warn them to get them back into position and back into alignment with God. People can lose salvation by walking away. And going back into sin. That's why there's scripture that says going back to old sin that we have already been delivered from is like a dog licking its vomit. Going back to areas that we have already been delivered from. So people, salvation can be lost by our own free will. If I was to walk away from God right now and choose the broad path of, 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 of sin and, and, and headed to hell. That, that's exactly what's going to happen to me. I forfeit my salvation over time, and I choose world. I choose this evil world of sin, and I forsake my relationship with God. Because we have to dig, dig, dig deeper. Salvation must be maintained. The Bible says we ought to be holy. We ought to stay away from, from unrighteousness and, and ungodliness. The Bible talks about this. Be doers of the word. Don't have a form of godliness. These are all spiritual actions that keep us connected to God. So I don't know how many people can believe that just say the sinner's prayer and you're good. No, that's not how, how it works. Salvation is an action word. It isn't just a verbal action. It's a me making spiritual movements in my life. It's a change of lifestyle, a change of, of what we are due. Salvation must be maintained. And I want you to really absorb that God loves you and deliverance is available right now. But hell is real. And there's too many religious systems and false YouTube channels that, that won't tell you the truth. And let me shine the light even on nice people. And I'm probably going to have to teach this, this in a separate content as God leads. I want to talk to you about nice people in hell. Because there are some people who, who are really nice people. They're respectable. They're genuine. They don't engage in sexual immorality. They try to love everybody. They just don't believe in God. There's so many people who don't steal. They don't gossip. They do a lot of things right. They give to the poor. They give to those that are less fortunate. They just don't have a relationship with God. And unfortunately and sadly, those individuals are on their way to hell. Because I want you to understand that everyone that's headed to hell is not just this grotesque, demonically driven individual. There are some people who are the most kindest people that you could ever meet. They just don't have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus. There are some people that just don't believe. They don't believe in this faith stuff. 
There's so many people that don't believe in, 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 in being a believer. They don't believe that God is real. They believe that we can just live our best life and that when our time is up on this earth, we'll just fade away. But that is not the way it is. And that mentality grieves my spirit to know that there are people that were nice people and good people. And they were still considered an enemy of God because they did not accept God's plan of salvation. And to those nice people that are currently in hell being tormented, I'm sure it's quite sad. It's shocking to hear that, to know that, wow, I thought I was a nice person. Why am I here? Because they didn't surrender to God's plan of salvation. I want you to understand that all of us have been spiritually engineered by God to serve him if we want to. We understand that there are people who are, who are, um, they are born with mental uh, handicaps. And I believe that God will have mercy on them. There are some people who can't think. Uh, they they can't make decisions. They're just so handicapped and tormented mentally that they can't make decisions for themselves. And that breaks my heart because I've got people, a few people in my family like that. And I know that God's going to have mercy on them because they can't, that they don't have a healthy uh, mindset because of strongholds or uh, witchcraft or sin or just the enemy in general that attack them as a child. Okay. I believe God have mercy on those people who are just who just can't think uh, who just can't think normal because of a mental handicap, and that breaks my heart to see that. And I was listening to some some other content. This popular um, comic book writer, he was very very popular, very involved in superhero movies and stuff like that. And I was listening to to this interview, and he said that. He believes that when he passes away, that he'll just be no more. He said he just couldn't, he just couldn't fathom or he just couldn't process how a God would send people to hell. That conversation he had really grieved me so bad because I'm thinking that, wow, this individual left earth in that state of mind and I'm sure now that, um, most likely they're in hell. Um, they're probably shocked. And that's what gets me about people who are on that broad path to hell and uh, separation is that they realize, hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for saving my soul. Because I remember how lost I was. I remember. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But there's people that is in hell who rem they will discover, and this gets me, y'all. This really grieves me almost to, to tears. They discovered that salvation and holiness was that real, and they discovered too late that that Bible track that they ignored, that that family member, that husband or that wife that tried to tell them about God, and that co-worker that tried to be a witness, and that person in the mall parking lot that tried to tell them about God, or that person at the grocery store, that person on vacation that tried to warn them that salvation is real, and that God loves them. Many of the 
these people had realized too late that salvation was that real and that hell was real and that living holy was that serious. The Bible is the blueprint for righteousness, people. Hell is real. It is real. It is real, people. It's not a game. And there's so many people that believe that nothing's going to happen. There's pastors who are living the good life right right now because they have a huge platform. They believe nothing's going to happen. There's people that's charging money for deliverance and prophecy. They believe nothing's going to happen. People living in sexual immorality. People with hate in their heart and, and unforgiveness that God can help you to let go of unforgiveness. I'm a living witness of that. God understands your pain, and he'll give you time to heal, but he can teach you how to let go of unforgiveness. People that are racist, mean and hateful and bitter, abusers, these people who, who are in hell, who passed away in that state of mind, they realized too late that salvation and holiness was that serious. Hell is real. And you do not have to go there if you surrender to the Lord and allow salvation through his son Jesus and holiness to flow in your life. And I declare to each and every person that's living in sin, I declare that the the conviction and the holiness and the righteousness of the Lord shall take root in your life in Jesus' name. I declare that all strongholds of, of, of religion and wickedness and sin is cast out of your life by the consuming fire of God in Jesus' name. I declare that genuine repentance and genuine brokenness for spiritual change and deliverance shall take Root in your life in Jesus' name. I declare that all strongholds of, of spiritual blindness of the enemy is cast out of your life by the consuming fire of God. I declare a genuine, authentic, real relationship with God through his son Jesus shall take root in your life in Jesus' name. I declare that you will cry out for genuine forgiveness and ask God to help you to walk away from the sinful pleasures of this world in Jesus' name. I declare that worldliness and the religious spirit is cast out of your life by the consuming fire of God in Jesus' name. Amen. That is the word of the Lord on this day. I hope and pray that something was said or mentioned that would lead you closer to the Lord. Thank you so much for dropping by the Deliverance and Breakthrough channel. And I will continue to uh, speak biblical truth as the Lord leads. And always remember that no weapon formed against you and your family shall prosper. Until next time, be blessed and be safe. Amen.